permanent is choosing true love, not valid in the state of Utah, holy matrimony, I gotta get married! Hello and welcome to a special episode of Rafi's Roundup. Yeehaw. Rafi's Roundup. The show where I talk about whatever it is I want to talk about. And today, I want to talk about marriage. With my good friend Seth. Hey, I'm back. Hi. It's been a while. It's been uh, quite a while. It's, uh, it's the 30th uh, episode of this specific podcast. This is like the first recording I'm doing post-wedding. So that's pretty cool. Uh, at the wedding, between all the running around and all the fun, uh, Seth had a very good idea that he passed on to me. Uh, probably not knowing how serious I would take it. <laughs> nope. Uh... Your suggestion was talking about superhero weddings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put a little list together. I got... And, you know, I think I think we'll be okay with, like, timing-wise. I think, you know, some of these are going to have more of a conversation than others. Uh, I got 14 Marvel characters. Okay. And I got 10 DC characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just going to go through them. These ones I know, like... I didn't study extensively with a lot of these, but a lot of these I know about. Okay. And I figured we talk about them, talk about the characters and kind of what they went through. Um... So, first and foremost, how have you been, Seth? Been good? Been alright. Been alright? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I've been good. I've been, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, so, sort of the Marvel character. This character's pretty relevant right now. Everyone's talking about her. Uh, Black Widow has been married. Mm-hmm. So, it's a really? little... Yeah. It's a little weird. Um... So that was a weird one. Okay. She was married to a character called the Red Guardian. The Red Guardian. And that makes it kind of weird because, without spoiling anything, in the Black Widow movie, that's not their relationship. Oh. It's more of a father-daughter thing. Okay. So, kind of a weird little switch up there. Yeah. Uh, the Red Guardian is Russia's equivalent to Captain America. <laughs> uh, in the comics, when they were... Kind of like first coming up with Black Widow's backstory and stuff, you know, Russian agent or whatever. Right. Uh, Alexei was like a Russian agent guy. He's just Captain America with a gun. No. Instead of a shield. <laughs> no, you know, I think in some things he has a gun, but for the most part, it's just a red Captain America. Oh, okay. Sometimes he has a shield. Yeah. And his super soldier serum isn't like the exact same one. It's like, you know, a shitty foreign knockoff. <laughs> um... Eat vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I am strong sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, when they feel like it. When they feel like it. So, like, <laughs> Alexei, like, on paper, died. And to Black Widow's knowledge, he died. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly there's this Red Guardian guy, and the Russian government's like, no, totally different people. Yeah, it's two no. different people. Natasha, your husband is dead. This guy, no, it's not him. Natasha, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was him. He, he was Red Guardian. Yeah, actually. yeah, Red okay, Red. yeah. Uh, the only other relevant thing about him is that years later he came back as a villain, and he used, you know the Ronin identity? Mm-hmm. He used that for a little while. Everybody just uses that, huh? Well, it's like, it's a weird handful of people. It's Hawkeye, a Daredevil character named Echo, this guy, the Red Guardian, and, like, Blade was Ronin for a minute. Which is... <laughs> Awesome. Did I, they all randomly get a katana? Yeah, they all had one. Yeah. <laughs> Blade is the one that made sense. Yeah. Well, Blade normally carries it around, but like, <laughs> yeah, dude. When I saw the fucking katana in the movie, I was like, "A Hawkeye? Hell, I could do other stuff." Yeah, I could. I've... I think without getting too political, um, if Marvel ever wants to like distance themselves from the Punisher skull, 
mm-hmm. Frank Castle would be a fucking awesome Ronin. Yeah. A ninja that uses guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm not changing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not, no. 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 Uh, here's another big one. So this one, I think everyone sort of like in their brain is like, haven't they like always been married, basically? Uh, Reed Richards and Susan Storm. Yeah. Yeah, like... Again, like, isn't that their thing? Yeah, like, I looked it up. They get married in, like, 1965 in, like, the third annual of the Fantastic Four. So, like, so really early in their history. That's good. Yeah. And it's weird, too, because, like, under the right, like, writers, mm-hmm. like, you kind of, like you get the idea that Reed is, like, like, the dad from that 70s show. He'll look at you in the eye and call you an asshole, but he loves you. <laughs> That's just who Reed Richards is. He's Red Richards. He's he's also like he's like Rick Sanchez, but more like subtle and suburb. Yeah, and, and he's not as bombastic. And bearable, and bearable. <laughs> yeah, um, but under a lot of writers, because like. I don't know why people think this way. I think it's because of the way Stan wrote Reed back in the 60s, and that's just because of the time frame. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Reed Richards hates his wife, whatever. He's like cold, he's standoffish. The fact that he has kids is some sort of miracle. Like, it's not... <laughs> he's not a family guy. The fact that he has kids. <laughs> um, around that same ballpark, uh, Ben Grimm, the thing, uh-huh. uh, recently, a couple years ago, married his girlfriend, Alicia Masters. This, this is kind of a weird one. So, Alicia Masters is blind. Right. And she's a sculptor. Mm-hmm. So it's like, beautiful, because he's made of rocks, and it doesn't matter how he looks. Um, there was a time where the two of them broke up. Uh, the Thing dated She-Thing, which was a woman that got Thing powers. That got Thinged. <laughs> and, they, and those two broke up, because she was like, we're only together because we're both horrible monsters. And Ben Grimm was like, ah, oh, nuts. <laughs> Ben's like, well, I mean, yeah. Meanwhile, Johnny Storm hooks up with Alicia. Okay. They get married. Ben is at the wedding, like, like hiding his tears. And it's like... Little pebbles. Yeah, little pebbles rolling out. And you're watching it, and you're like... You're like reading it, and it's like, that's super weird. Yeah, things getting cucked. It's really weird for like... Because they're not even related. It's just like, your best friend's brother-in-law is like hooking up with this person you dated, and they're getting married, and you're there. It's weird. Um... It's okay, because that Alicia was a fucking scrawl. So, ha! <laughs> <laughs> Loophole. Here's your scrawl, baby. Uh, it's green, uh, but it's, it's not... It's green, it's got pointy ears. How many chins? Dude, how fucking scary would it be? You get, like, a scrawl, baby, you're like, oh, it's, it's kind of cute in a weird, gross way. And you're looking at it, it looks at you, and its face changes into your face. You're like, oh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. Listen, no one's ready to be a parent, especially when the baby can take your face. Scroll, baby, it's the worst. Uh, but recently, Alicia Masters and Ben Grimm did get married. Uh, it's funny because her father is a villain named the Puppet Master. Puppet. And, like, his thing is making clay dolls and controlling them with his powers. Alicia can do that, too, but she doesn't like to do it because it's fucked up. Um, for the wedding, he wouldn't walk her down the aisle. So she used her puppet powers to make him walk her down the aisle. And just like, ah, good. Get fucked, idiot. Get fucked, idiot. How about don't have kids if you have powers? Just think about it. Why, do, why does every parent become a villain? <laughs> Not every parent, just, you know, Mark's What's dad. Think, Mark. Think, think Mark. Think. Um, let's see. Find me a stupid thing. No, keep going. Let's jump over to DC for a minute. Okay. Let's take a hop and a skip over to the land of DC. Yeah. You like the Flash. Yeah. You like Barry Allen. Yeah. He's 
had some trouble with marriage. Yeah. Uh, there's Iris West, who's, yeah. of course, his love interest. Uh, they get married, and then the reverse Flash kills her at a costume party. Mm-hmm. Like, she's wearing, like, a Batgirl costume. Yeah. And, and Reverse Flash kills her. And the Flash is just like, no! And, like, pushes him into the Speed Force. So Reverse Flash is, like, gone for a while, but Barry's like, no. They killed my wife to progress my character. Damn it, comic books. Why can't I have anything? Why can't I have anything? Uh, picks up a gun. I'm Flash with a gun now. Um, That'd be scary. And then Barry tried to, like, you know, he tried to move on, which is, like, back then it was kind of, I mean... I think now it's kind of a weird idea to think, like, a love interest dies and, and like, they move forward, mm-hmm. you know? But uh, he met a woman named Fiona Webb, and they're going to get married. And the reverse class, like, before the wedding, the reverse class shows back up, he's like, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> hey, cool, you got a new wife? We'll do it again. Barry. She dies, but Barry kills reverse flash as a result. Good. Yeah, and he's like... The next couple of stories are about him committing manslaughter, you know? Couldn't Flash kill Reverse Flash every time? Because it would just be a different Eobard that shows up. I don't think time. he knew at that time. It was still early enough in the history okay. where it's like, this is just one dude. Yeah. And in fact, when Barry later on was dead, they did a whole story with Wally West when he was Flash. Yeah. Where, ba- where Barry came back. And I was like, alright, cool, Barry's back. Because the writer had gotten, like... The, the writer had gotten, like, calls and people asking him, so what, when are you bringing Barry back? Right. You know? So he decided to do the story where Barry comes back and it's Eobard in disguise. <laughs> and Wally's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a really weird story. Because, like, Eobard got, like, facial surgery, which I know they do in the show as well. But, like, I don't know. Th- that's the part of Reverse Flash I like, is the fact that he's so obsessed with Barry. He's like, no, I'm going to change how my face looks. Like, that's a super fan. Right. So, yeah, he does that. Um, now, Iris does come back to life because time travel. <laughs> because in, at the end of all things, there is time travel. Um, and then there's Wally West. I put him down on this list, too. Uh, his, like, marital history isn't as, let's say, tragic. Because all these, I didn't want to just focus on marriages that worked. Um, I want to do marriages that, you know, some of them didn't work, some of them didn't end well, that kind of thing. So, Wally West has this love interest, uh, named Linda Park. Huh? Um, and, and theirs is a very straightforward, like, love story. She's a reporter, he's a superhero, it happens. Mm-hmm. When the New 52 happened and you get to, like, flat, uh, what is it, you get to, like, DC Rebirth and stuff... Wally comes back with all his memories, and he's not married to Linda anymore. And that's, like, a huge, like, story arc for him. Because it's, like, he can't make this girl fall back in love with you. You can't get Mm -hmm. your marriage back. He lost his kids because of, like, the universe rebooting. Oof. Yeah. So, like, I think Wally and Barry both had a tough time with marriage, but for completely different reasons. Right. Well, Uh, one of them has a time-traveling serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. No, that'll do it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm back again. It was me, Barry. I I jerked you off in the movie theater <laughs> so that you would think so that your your date would think that you would climax at a woman's touch. Oh my god! I love that fucking movie. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, are you familiar with the elongated man? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. I know he's in the show. Ralph Dibney. Yep. Uh, he is married to Sue Dibney, and they're a fun little like DC alternative to to Reed and Sue. 
and uh, they were like a cute couple for most of their history. Uh-huh. Like they were both in the Justice League, despite the fact that Sue didn't didn't have powers or anything. But uh, actually, it just occurred to me that like yeah, she's named Sue just because she's in Storm. Uh, that's a bit on the nose. Um, she gets uh, kind of murdered. Um, so that's, <laughs> and then he gets real sad, and it's this whole thing. It's it's real sad. Fortunately, in like recent comics with like Fifty Two and stuff, she comes back. They reestablish. They're like, I don't know why we ruined this. Hold on, hold on. It was really sweet. We're sorry. We're sorry. We'll put it back. Um, and then along that same uh, caveat within that same area, we have uh, the Adam Ray Palmer, mm-hmm. small dude. His story is kind of weird. Uh, his love interest is there from the start. Uh, her name is Jean Loring. Um, they get married. It's kind of an oversight because it's, it's the Adam. No one's really paying attention. Um, but uh, there, because he's a superhero, and this, this is funny because you of all the superheroes you, you wouldn't expect it with, it's probably the Adam because mm-hmm. he's kind of like a B-lister, C-lister, C-lister. He's been on TV. Um, his wife Jean like has trouble like because he's he's a superhero. But he has to be married, right? And so that gets to her, and it puts a strain on the relationship, and they break up, they divorce. Uh, she marries, like, a friend of his, and then years later, just because she goes insane, uh, her actions cause the death of Sue Dibney. Oh. Yeah, so she goes to Arkham for a long time. Right. <laughs> and Ray, and, and Ray Palmer is like, I think I'm done for a little while. I think, I think I'll, I'll get someone else to be the Adam, but I think I'm, I think I'm done for a little while, guys. <laughs> she, like, this doesn't happen to, like... Well, normal people. Normal people. She's like, this is it doesn't happen to Superman. Like, I, right. I think I'm gonna take a break. Um, let's see. Let's jump back. Back to Marvel. Whoa. I'm jumping back and forth. Ah. Who needs structure? Uh, Scott Summers and Jean Grey. Right. Lovers. Love birds, at least one of them. Um, she's a phoenix. You I, I know. Okay. I know. You didn't laugh, so I thought maybe you didn't know. Because it wasn't funny, right? Why is no one laughing? <laughs> so Scott and Jean, you know, they're into each other since like their debuts in, in X-Men comics. Um, despite Angel trying to get in there, and also Iceman, and also Beast, and also, and also, Fred, and also Professor X for some reason. Mm. <laughs> but uh, eventually they get married in like the 90s. I don't remember if it's post or pre-Phoenix stuff. I think it's post. Um... And what's funny about their wedding, something I remember really specifically, all the X-Men are at the, all the X-Men at the time are at this wedding, except for Wolverine. And everyone's like, of course Logan didn't show up. Right. Of course. He's gonna cry his eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> Wiping his tears with his... With his claw. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Snick, snick, snick. Oh, I forgot to do this. I'll cut these tears in half. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> he's at, like the, like, the furthest perimeter from the venue that they're getting married at. And he's out in the woods just drinking. And, like... We know he's doing this because he's a sad sack and he can't get over Gene. But his excuse is, if Sabretooth or any other villain shows up to mess up the wedding, I'll be here to make sure everything goes fine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, that's sweet. But, like, I know you're, I know you're lying. <laughs> I know you're saying that just to hide the truth. But you're a bitch. <laughs> but you're a bitch. And you're also married, Logan. You just didn't remember that at the time. Because he's married to a Japanese woman named Mariko. Mm-hmm. From his, uh, you know, Japan days. Uh, and yeah, that's really weird to think about. Like, the whole time he's in a relationship with someone else, he doesn't even know that he's, you know, married. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. I imagine at that point, when he gets all his memories back, he's like, mm, I don't know if I can 
if I can really hold that against myself. Right. <laughs> like, but that's a, that's like a whole ass month of therapy, at least. Um, but yeah, and that story's really good, too, because, like, Logan is, like, not the person to fit in in Japan. Mm-hmm. Not just culturally, but also just, like, they're all about manners over there. Mm-hmm. And here's this fucking hairy dude with knives in his hands. <laughs> just, uh, it just doesn't work. Um, knife hands. Knife hands. Since we're still in the X-Men uh, area here, I wanted to mention this one real quick. Because I don't know if we'll ever see this again. But um, Storm from the X-Men and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So for a little while, Storm was Queen of Wakanda, which is like, I think a really big upgrade. Like, being an X-Men is cool, but like, there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's very few Queens of Wakanda just running around. Um, their marriage was annulled because, uh, you know, Disney couldn't make X-Men movies for a while. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I have a feeling maybe they'll come back to it once they start doing X-Men movies in the MCU. Right. But uh, I guess we'll see. But I, I want to mention that because that's like a... That's important too because they had their wedding during Civil War in the comics. So Iron Man and Captain America had to be like, alright, we're going to form a truce specifically for, for T'Challa's wedding. But after that, we're going at it again. <laughs> <laughs> like there's an image of like Storm and Black Panther at the altar and then like you zoom out a little bit and you see Cap and Tony just staring each other down. She's like, go on, make a move. Start something here. Right. I dare you. Um, we were talking about shrinky people before. So here's some more shrinky people. So we we have a habit of making fun of these two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Ant-Man and Wasp. <laughs> yeah, every, every time you hear Hank Pym, it's followed by a... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dropped my phone. Yeah, um... So, like, obviously, that happened. Yeah. And Hank never lived it down um, in, like, anything. In, like, real life, in comics. Like, I remember before the Ant-Man movie came out, people were like, so Janet isn't casted in this movie. Do you think, like, they're going to bring up that he hit her? And it's like, there's so much more history to this guy. But I get why that's the first place your head goes. Because it's just, like, it stands out. And it's funny, too, because, like, again, not to get political, but that whole thing about... Like, the slap that never, like, went away. Mm-hmm. Like, people were still talking about that before we had a world where you could scroll back on Twitter and be like, hey, this person's toxic. Yeah. You know? Um, and, like, Hank and Janet, they tried to work it out. They tried to date other people. Um, but it just, it, it was always there. And, like, now in the comics, they don't know what to do with Hank Pym. They combined him with Ultron mm-hmm. and then put him in space. So, um... Oh, yeah, he's, he's around. Yeah. And, like, clearly, whatever their relationship was had to have messed with Janet. Not just based on, like, well, yeah, of course it would. But, like, she hooked up with Magneto. And, like, she had a brief relationship. Of all the fucking people, Magneto? Yeah. yeah. No, their relationship was super weird because, not the Magneto and Janet thing, but, like, so so when he, came, when he first showed up, Ant-Man was just Ant-Man. It was just Hank Pym, he's Ant-Man. He joins the Avengers. Wasp is, like... Oh man, Thor and Hulk are so big and tough, and 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 Hank is like, I'm going giant. I need to be bigger <laughs> and stronger. Here I am. So like every decision Hank made was kind of informed by an insecurity about how his wife behaved. Yeah. And then after he he hit her that one time, like people treated him so differently. And the, again, people this is like kind of an excuse, but like he was like psychologically out of it. Mm. He was crazy. He was building Ultrons and shit. Like he wasn't in his right mind when he hit her. But even then, it's like, no one lets it down. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, though, I'm really happy. I love the MCU version of Hank Pym. Yeah, just I, like the kooky old man that yeah. ends up in his basement. And he's kind of just like, Scott, you're an idiot. Yeah. Bring it in, son-in-law. Like, yeah. that kind of thing. Bring it in, bud. Bring it in, bud. We're not changing the name. If you ever steal from me again, I'll shoot your brain. <laughs> like, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You should have seen what I did to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just yeah. every time he was just <laughs> flinching. <laughs> but he's not the only Ant Man who had an unsuccessful marriage. Scott Lang. Scott Lang, schlubby dad. And his wife, who I just learned the name of today, Peggy Lay. Peggy Lay. Peggy Lay. I mentioned this one because despite, you know, some Ant Man comics and the fact that they're divorced, um, I think they're a good example of a divorced couple that, like, still are part of each other's lives and, like, are friendly. Yeah. Because, obviously, they have their daughter, uh, Cassie Lang. Yeah. And, you know, I remember back when we did the Ant-Man episode, it was, like, the whole book, Peggy was like, Scott, get away from your daughter, you're gonna get killed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, between the movies and the comics, like, Peggy and Scott are, like, cool. Yeah. And it's not one of those things where, like... They get back together. They try to form a family. No, no, they they realized, hey, we're not good for each other. We're just... it's yeah, cool. we can but back we're, away. we're both parents. Yeah. We're both part of our kids' lives. Yeah. We can be cool with each other. Exactly, and that's it's, nice. It's it's a healthy, as as much as it's weird to say, it's a healthy divorce. It's like, a healthy divorce. Yeah, yeah. It was good for both people. It sucks for Scott because he wants to see his daughter. <laughs> that's about it. Like, yeah. that's the extent that it goes to. He's not crazy about it, right? Like, and the both of them bounce back and have their own relationship. Exactly. So it's not you know a detriment. It's not like. Because they very easily could have been like, they divorce, and then she never sees anyone. She's mm. just a lonely woman yeah. whose husband is more, or her ex-husband is more interesting than she is. Like, yeah. they could have easily done that, and they didn't. Um, you know what animal eats ants? Birds. That's right. Are we talking about Black Canary next? We're talking about Hawkman and Hawkgirl. Hawkman and Hawkgirl, okay. They cannot escape each other. Yeah, no, they can't. <laughs> it's like, on one hand, it's like, oh, every time they die, they eventually come back to each other in the next life. That's so romantic. On the other hand, it's like, if you're a hawk girl, this ridiculous man in a bird costume is always going to be around. Right. You can have other relationships with, like, Green Lanterns and shit. Uh, there's a version of Hawk Girl that dated Green Arrow's sidekick, Speedy, when he was an adult, obviously. Right. But, like, no matter what, it's like, Hawkman's like, okay, but all roads lead back to Hawkman. Mm-hmm. All roads lead back to this guy. This guy. I'm important in Dark Knight's Metal. Can you believe it? <laughs> fucking yeah. Hawkman, aren't you supposed to be dead? Aren't you know. like fucking, like, space cops? Yeah. Yeah, I'm also, like, ancient. Um, my favorite comic <laughs> panel with Hawkman is, like, it's Green Arrow and Hawkman in the room. And Hawkman is like, hey, Green Arrow, I'm glad that you came back from death. You know, I'm glad that you came back to life. And, he, and Green Arrow's like, I thought you were dead. And Hawkman's like, was I? Like, and it's like, it, it was written by Kevin Smith, so he's taking the piss. But, yeah. like, just the idea of, like, oh, I was, when I, was I? Did that happen? How Shit. many times have I been, I don't know. It's all foggy for me. I'm Hawkman. Oh, fucking, they, they did, they did that in the, uh, the Flash show. Mm-hmm. They did, they did Hawkman and Hawkgirl. And it was just the, like, weirdest shit. Like, they had, uh, I think it was Vandal Savage. Mm-hmm. Like, was part of their. History? History. Was it Vandal? I don't know. It was some. I think it was Vandal. I think he's the Egyptian prince, or yeah, like this is immortal, and that's a time travel show. Yeah, and he just fucking like. What? Who? Who was dating her? I don't know. Somebody was dating her, and like Hawkman kept showing up. Was it Vibe? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I was dating, uh, I was dating Vibe there, and it was just this, like, whole weird, like, uh... <laughs> Listen, buddy. Yeah. When she's done with you, she's coming back. Right? I, yeah, and it's sad, too, because, like, on a design level, I like Hawkman. Mm-hmm. I kind of have, like, a... I like an underdog. Yeah. So the fact that Hawkman is, like, this really obscure... He's, like, he's like the new Aquaman with yeah. how much he's, like, overlooked and everything. Mm-hmm. So part of me is, like, I want Hawkman to get, you know, good things. Mm-hmm. But, like, when the whole pathology is, like, oh, no, we don't have a choice. We're always going to be there. Yeah, like, that's... Ooh. Yeah, it gets a little weird. It gets a little weird. There's a Tom King story there somewhere. Like someone's, <laughs> someone's gonna open that Pandora's box yeah. and change Hawkman forever in a different way. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna take the wrong choice. Go what's the, what's wrong the Loki way. thing? Humanity is, keeps walking down a path. There's always a fork in the road, and they <laughs> take the wrong path every time. Like, <laughs> it's always Hawkman. It's you're always Hawkman. You're at the end of the road, end yeah. of time itself, and it's just like a bunch of Hawkman floating in space. Yeah, I am the quantum Hawkman. <laughs> you will always get to me. Wow. It's just Hawkman all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Hawkman in my movie. Just Kid Lobo looking at them. <laughs> this must be embarrassing for you guys. Mm. Lobo 2 coming soon. Lobo 2 coming soon. <laughs> uh, Straight to Blu-ray. Hey, you know what animal... Uh, Hawks eat yeah. fish. Okay. Aquaman. Aquaman. Da, da, da. <laughs> Where are we going with this rapid? No. High fives a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that thing from Harley Quinn? No. There's a bit where like they're, like it's Aquaman and King Shark in the same room. Yep. And Aquaman's like, now King Shark, your mother wouldn't like for you to do this. And King Shark's like, you're not my dad. And Aquaman goes, huh, your mother would say it differently. And then the dolphin jumps up and he high fives the dolphin. <laughs> I'll send you that later. I have it on my phone. <laughs> but it's so good. Ha ha! Just like, oh, just hot dis Hawkwoman. <laughs> King of the Sea. King of the Sea. That's me. Uh, I'm everyone's dad. I'm everyone's dad. I'm, uh, I'm fish dad. Again, another marriage that, like, in your head, it's like, it's always been like that. Hawkman mm-hmm. and Mara. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's always been there. But, like, you know, because of crises and different, like, you know, universe reboots, they've gotten married, like, three times. Um, they both lost a son, and that was pretty sad. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh. But, uh... Aqualad becomes Aquasad. Aquasad. <laughs> That's fine. Because, okay, so they had a son. Yeah. Arthur Jr. Yeah, Aqua Jr.? No, Ar- Arthur Jr. Arthur Jr., okay. Aqu- Aquaman Jr. And Jr. Um, <laughs> Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr. Black Manta kills his son. So, uh... <laughs> And, okay, to take a full lens out, Aquaman's father uh-huh. was killed by Black Manta's father. Okay. So Aquaman killed Black Manta's father. Okay. So Black Manta killed Aquaman's son. Okay. So Aquaman adopted Black Manta's son, and that's <laughs> Aqualad from Young Justice. Yeah, he's just like, hey, guess what? I could do this all day. <laughs> he just sits there and is like, calls me dad. <laughs> Who's daddy? Me. Me. Aqua dad. Black Manta's like, you're not his real father. <laughs> that's what you think. High five Dolphin. High five's Aqualad. I'm happy here. Yeah, I'm happy here. <laughs> I'm gay. I'm um, like- <laughs> Dad, he lets me be gay. <laughs> he lets me be gay. He lets me stay up and play Xbox. <laughs> Underwater. Underwater. Underwater Xbox. Underwater Xbox. Just that conversation of like, you're not even my real dad. Yeah, well, your real dad killed my son. Yeah, well, uh... Wait. Your, uh... Well, your dad killed his dad. Like, just the whole conversation of going right. back and forth. Like, an endless loop. 
And then Mera's just watching. Yeah, Mera's just like, what the fuck? And Mera's cool. Mera's really cool. Consistently. I, yeah, I... It's just... I don't think she ever, like, gets enough screen time. I'll be honest. Yeah. She's, she's cool, but... There's a point in comics where she kind of subbed for Aquaman on the Justice League. Oh, that's cool. Which is a really neat thing. So, yeah, on occasion, they're like, here's a really cool Mera thing. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, if you want Mera, go, go read Aquaman. Yeah, and you then know. you're like, no. <laughs> but I don't, I don't want to read Aquaman. I don't want to read Aquaman. <laughs> it's all underwater. It's all underwater. It gets wet. It gets wet. It's I, weird. I guess, I get, like, I don't feel good about it. I'm really yeah, afraid I'm of water. I'm afraid of it. God, can you mentioned being, like, afraid of the ocean, but Aquaman's your favorite superhero. I guess that makes sense. Right. Because you'd be like, if I go in the ocean, Aquaman will save me. Yeah. <laughs> you just fucking... You should have reminded me. Do you ever get those, uh... It's completely off topic. Yeah, yeah, uh, You ever get those Facebook sex bots? Oh, yeah. yeah you get, like, random, like, friend requests? Yeah, I got, like, a random friend request or something. Or you'll just get, like, a message that's like, Hey, baby, what's going on? Hey, or you like up? Or, or, yeah, it's, like, stuff like that, right? Well, I had this one that started off with, like, Hey, who, how are you? And I was like, oh, cool, whatever. Like, just talking to talking to him. And then, like, once I figure out that it's a sex bot, I just start fucking with it. <laughs> um, and, like... I, this this girl was like, hey, I'm about to jump in the bath. You want to have a video call? And I was like, no, nah, I'm afraid of the water. <laughs> and she's just like, what? What? Like, I can totally tell that I was actually talking to a person yeah. at that point. Oh. Right? Uh, and it was just like, oh, don't be afraid of it, baby. And I was like, I can't swim. <laughs> I was scared of water. Oh, you think it's like, hey, you know, <laughs> if you want more, you want videos, uh, just send me like your, your, your yeah. like debit card or yeah. something. And just like, yeah, sure, let me just reach in. Oh, there's peanut butter in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's weird. I did another one where I was like, help, I'm trapped in a basement. I can hear his footsteps above me. <laughs> like, like, I got... <laughs> I got like a... What is it? When you get a call, but it's like not a real... Yeah. I mean, it's a person. It's yeah. like, what do they call those? It's, it's super... telemarketer. Yeah. Telemarketer. And they're like, hey, we want to talk to you about like your car's like, warranty or something. Because mm-hmm. you always get those ones. Uh, like, what car insurance do you have? And I'm like, oh, I don't drive. And they just hung up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a car. Yeah. I don't have a car. I don't tell you. Click. Uh, but you know who does have a car? Uh, funny enough, uh, the Scarlet Witch has a car. The Scarlet Car? The Scarlet Car. The Maybe Witchmobile? In WandaVision, her car is red. Nice. Uh, we're talking about Scarlet Witch and the Vision. It's always a weird one to me. Does it count because it... He's not... Okay, listen. I don't want to off- offend any androids. Does it count because he's a robot? Sure. Because he's an android with a soul. I guess. <laughs> I guess. He's intelligent. Yeah. I mean, did he say yes to the marriage, or was he programmed to say yes? Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's a weird relationship. Just... And it's always there. Yeah. Like, it's never like... Like, they've had other relationships, but... What is their thing based off of? Is it just because they're both weird? <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is, that, is that, like, what sparked that? Well, okay... <laughs> is it like only one can understand the other? Like, I don't... I, I never got it. Okay. So, the real reason... Because uh-huh. there's a Raffi reason. But okay. there's also a real... So, the real reason is that... Vision's brain patterns were based on another Avenger named Wonder Man. Okay. And Wonder Man had a big crush on Wanda. Okay. So, as a result, Vision would be attracted okay. to the same person. So that, okay. That yeah. makes sense. The Raffi reason is... They first kiss each other before they think they're going to die. And I think that's a strong thing for mm-hmm. comic books and in real life. When you're about to die with someone, mm-hmm. you form a strong bond. But it's like, yeah. it's like, okay, does this relationship exist because you guys actually like each right. other? Or are you just afraid of what's going to happen if you're not together? Right. Well, it's like, like watching the MCU and, and things like that, just like... It happens. They made Vision 
right? Yeah. Pietro dies. And then the next movie, they're, like, fucking in a hotel somewhere. And I was like, what? something yeah. happened here. Yeah, yeah, like, the whole missing bit. Yeah, like, I'm, I missed a page. Yeah. Like, what's going on? It's weird, too, because, like, you'd think Wanda would hate the Vision. Or at least, like, be unsettled by him. They kind of develop it yeah, in Civil because War. He's, like, that's Ultron. Like, yeah, yeah, it's like his kid or that's, whatever. That's, like, the perfect, like, that's, that's... Uh, word I'm not allowed to say, Ultron. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just, like, it's, it's negative Ultron. Yeah. Like... And she's just like, yeah, I'd fuck that. Yeah, right. And it's, it's like, like, wait, hold on weird. a minute. Like, right, and it's got to be weird for Vision as well, because it's like, oh, my creator, like, killed her brother. Yeah. The only family she had. Mm. Yeah. I mean, again. Both of my creators <laughs> killed their family. Right. Because Tony accidentally dropped a bomb on them. He didn't know it, but and he then, dropped a bomb on and them. And never apologized. And then never apologized <laughs> I will it. never live that down. There, I'm sorry, Joss Whedon, but there needed to be another scene right. in Avengers 2 where Tony just sat down with the kids and was like, yeah. listen. Listen. I was a different person. I was doing my job, okay? And I'm sorry that this happened, but stop being a bitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take responsibility. Right. Like, I mean, in in Tony's defense, he did give Wanda, like, a home mm-hmm. and, like, a new family and yeah. stuff. But, again, you never see him be exactly. like... Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's yeah, a little look, awkward. Look, I'm gonna give you $500 million so you <laughs> shut the fuck shut up. The, don't tell yeah. anyone. <laughs> don't you fucking tell anyone. Look, you get the sex robot. What are you, <laughs> you, what are you upset sex, about? You get, get sex bot, alright? Vision is like, I have been alive for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Vision. I am pondering what it do mean to be a soul. Do you, do you think Tony was ever like, Jarvis, shut up. Oh, Vision, sorry, shut up. Sorry, you have sorry. the same voice. It's very weird. I'm sorry. Your identity is other identities. You, you think you're you a reverse Vision... Mo- you're a reverse Moon Knight, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think like Tony is ever sitting there and he like he says something and then like Vision is like right away sir wait a minute wait a I, minute. <laughs> I, yeah Vision is just like wait no I don't want to get you a coffee what, yeah hang on what's happening like, like Jarvis just like pokes through every once in a while <laughs> and like they very like rarely ever ponder what Scarlet Witch and Vision's relationship means in the comics cause like they hook up they get married they settle down in a small town and they have kids she magics them into existence. Okay. And then they get taken away from her. And then Agatha Harkness erases her memories about that. And then fucking Janet brings up in a conversation forgetting that they wiped Scarlet Witch's memory. <laughs> and Janet's like, uh, nothing. I didn't say anything. And then walks away. And Scarlet Witch goes to Agatha. And she's like, Agatha, did you wipe my memory about my kids? And Agatha's like... <laughs> Agatha's like... Listen, Listen. Evaporate. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scarlet Witch destroys the Avengers. You think you think Vision ever walks up to Tony and just like like quietly walks up to his ear and is just there are no strings on me and Stop then it. Like runs away. Cut it out! Stop it! Do we have to kill you now? <laughs> Cap, he's doing it again. Cap, he's doing it. And Cap's like, I'm an old fucking man. <laughs> I'm an old man. What? Oh, wait, Tony's dead, so he can't do that anymore. Yeah, he can't do that anymore. <laughs> Shit. Huh? And Cap is old, so he, he's not really around. I'm, I'm an old fucking man. I'm an old fucking man. Um, but yeah, it, it's funny. Finally, police don't give a shit about me. <laughs> so like, again, Scarlet Witch destroys the Avengers because of what happened with her kids and right. stuff. Like, Hawkeye dies, I think She-Hulk dies, and like, Vision dies. Like, big characters die, mm-hmm. and it's all because Janet couldn't keep her goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> Fucking Janet. Fucking. <laughs> goddamn Janet. Don't talk about things you don't understand. Um, so, from one really uncomfortable marriage... To one that I really love, uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. 
Yeah, that one's nice. They're so great. Yeah. I love them so much. That's, that is a very nice one. And it might just be because they're street level, but I love the idea that Luke Cage starts out as this hero for hire, and she's a yeah. detective. There's, like, these two regular superpower people. Right. And, like, you, you jump forward. But they're just they're just so normal. Like, yeah. But, like, you jump forward, and it's, like, them becoming superheroes and getting more involved in that lifestyle and hanging out with Spider-Man and Captain America. Like, yeah. Luke Cage has punched Thanos in the face. Jessica Jones has like told Doctor Doom to fuck off. Like, yeah, no, they're they're like they're your cool friends that are allowed to just do shit. Yeah, and everything they're, just because of the job that they have, they get to have these experiences and stuff. They're very, but they totally like just play it off. Like they don't yeah. talk about it. They don't wear superhero costumes. Yeah, they're very like the Incredibles in some yeah. sense. Um, but I love them. I love that like their relationship. It's not like cookie cutter. This is what. Like, yeah. a marriage or relationship would look like. Like, they meet in, like, I think Jessica Jones' comic. They have butt sex. You see it in the comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jess gets pregnant. Yeah. And so, Luke is like, look, I'm not looking to date anyone, but if you're pregnant with my kid, like, we should at least be friends. Exactly. You know? Like, and it's like, the relationship didn't start off, like, clean. It started yeah. off pretty fucking dirty. Yeah. But because they're people and they're sensible, they, they give it a shot and it right. worked out for it them. It works, yeah. Yeah, they had their kid... Uh, I think she gave birth when they were hiding in Doctor Strange's basement during Civil War. And Doctor Strange was like, I can do this, I'm a doctor. And everyone's like, yeah, but you're like a neurosurgeon. No, 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 I can do this, I can do this. Yeah. So he does it. And then he just like fucking appears in his hands. Uh, okay. What and, the fuck? Uh, that was, I'm kind of scared because it was painless. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hang on. Oh my god, can you imagine? Because Jessica Jones is strong and Luke is strong. Like, her giving birth, just like the hand-holding, like, like the yeah. strength. Walls are shaking. Fucking the baby just gets launched. <laughs> uh, and that baby, uh, Daniel Cage, named after Danny Rand, the Iron Fist, mm-hmm. in a couple alternate futures, she gets to be Captain America. That's cool. Yeah, like just, just the across the board. Yeah. The Luke Cage just, 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 just green lights. It's just green know? lights all the way through. You know what else is green? Arrows. arrows. Yeah. Yeah. Green Arrow and Black Canary have been married. I love this boy. Uh, I love Green Arrow. I don't know if they are currently, but I know they have been. Yeah. They fucking... It goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah, And it's like, you know, it's not big or amazing. I think I think Green Arrow proposes and Black Canary has to think about it for a while. There's a situation where it's like specifically Green Arrow almost gives up his own life and happiness so that someone can be safe. Mm-hmm. And she like takes that as a really big thing and she's like, okay, I'll marry you. And I remember specifically there were comic book co- covers of it's the it's Black Canary in like a white outfit with like a veil. That's cool. And she's like got Green Arrow over her shoulder, like carrying him away. <laughs> um, so that's super good. Like that's another relationship where it's just like yeah, no, good across the we, board. We looked it up the other day. Um, random fact about Green Arrow. Uh, we looked up Batman's net worth, right? <laughs> okay. And it's it's somewhere around like eighty million. Uh huh. Like or like eight hundred million. It's 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 a ridiculous number. Like he, yeah, whatever. Like Batman, Batman's fine. Right. Green Arrow is only like three mil short <laughs> from Batman. Like they're they're right there. I know Black Panther is like way above Batman. Yeah, uh, Black Panther's at, in the trillions. Yeah, uh, because he's got that fucking chunk of fucking iron just sitting in his like or vibranium sitting in his. Uh, I'm happy this fell here. Yeah. 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 That's basically it. Like, Living comfy. What a fucking. What a what a turn of events for what, that guy. What know? a turn. Yeah. yeah. But uh yeah, Green Arrow Black Canary. Again, not too much to say, because again, it's it's another relationship where it's like it's so it iconic. Yeah. It's like always in your head. Like yeah. if if Green Arrow is in a book He's either chasing her or he has her. Like, or he'll mention her. Yeah. Like, no matter what. There's yeah. like very few stories where the two of them 
aren't at least, like, mentioning each other in conversation. Yeah, and I, I don't mean that to be, like, creepy, like, always chasing her or he has her, but it's, it's, it's always yeah. that. Like, yeah, they're either together or they're, they're getting to that point. Right, right. like, they're always in love, which is yeah. nice. Stop. Sirens. Sirens, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, let's see. You know who has green in their costume? I'm trying real hard for this one. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Yeah, you're, you're trying hard there. I gotta, I gotta look up who the fuck that is. Mr. Miracle. He can escape anything. Uh, and his wife, Big Barda. Oh, okay. Yeah, so these two, I want to mention them because they've been really relevant. Oh, wait, is this that fucking camera-looking dude? Camera. I don't know why I call him camera. Yeah, he's the weird he's red and yellow and green. Yeah, 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 he's knockoff vision. Yeah, and his power is to escape any trap. So he's knockoff vision. <laughs> he just doesn't face through things. Um, but what if that involves... Uh, escaping the trap. It's <laughs> it's great too because uh, the whole learning how to escape things. That's Barda's like, a beast. Barda's awesome. Barda is she's like fucking huge. She's man. like a Wonder Woman contemporary. Like yeah. she's right up there. Um, so Mister Miracle, his power is to escape any trap. That's not like a natural thing for him. He had to like he grew up in hell pits on apocalypse. So him being able to escape any trap is like a survival thing. Right. Um. But they've been married for a long time. They're another couple in DC where it's like, you don't get one without the other. His costume's really cool. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's a classic Jack Kirby design. He looks great. Um, Tom King did a Mr. Miracle book a couple years back. Uh, it was like 12 issues. Super good. It was like right off the back. Like a, a different like rendition of it, but like that's a more modern take on it. I yeah, really yeah. like it. That's really cool. Um, but Tom King did a, a run a while back. Kind of reminiscent of what he did with Vision as well. But... He, he had this Mr. Miracle run that had Big Bard and stuff, and it's like, it's the Mr. Miracle story, because he's such an obscure character, yep. that when a top-tier writer is like, hey, I have a story about this character, it becomes, like, their yeah. story. Um, but I wanted to mention them, because they're fun, and, like, what I love about Mr. Miracle and Big Barda is, Mr. Miracle, small dude. Small dude whose power is, I can get out of things. Yeah. Big Barda, big, strong, I will defend this yeah. man with Amazon my life. woman, yeah. Yeah, like, she picks, like, she picks him up. In the relationship. Yeah. And I just think that like those relationships are so far and few in between. Yeah, they're, they're not, not represented well. Uh, yeah. Especially, well, because, like, comic books have so many, uh, what do you call it? Just, like, is big, strong man and, and very feminine woman. Archetypes. And, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a ton of archetypes there and stuff. And you don't, like, whenever you get the, like, it's, uh, like, like the Amazon archetype, they're never, like, um... It's it's always like coming to America style Wonder Woman where it's like I mean to understand what's going on. Like, <laughs> what is ice cream? What yeah, is what, this? What 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 this and everything? But Barda's just like she's a big lady. Like that's all yeah. it is. Like yeah, like she doesn't have that same. I mean, yeah. you know, she had that when she was created, but like yeah. she's adjusted to like she lives in the suburbs. Like she's a mm-hmm. regular person. Yeah, um, and the two of them they have she's their red fucking costume too. Oh yeah, she looks crazy. Like really cool. Uh, she does. They have a kid together currently. Mm-hmm. Um, God, he can escape and be buff. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. Whoa. You got the best of both worlds. You're gonna wish you were escaping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has the he has the power to put anybody into a trap. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he has no. the antithesis of his dad. <laughs> you are the anti-son. <laughs> you are my anti-son. You are my dark side. You are my dark side. Do you, you ever see the the dark side? Is no, no. Okay, so. In that Mr. Miracle book, there's a running theme of sometimes there's just a black panel mm-hmm. and white light is just as dark side is. And it means a lot of things. They've played around with it in other books. Um, 
it's kind of just a thing with dark side. Just sometimes black metal, dark side is, and it's it, it can be interpreted in a lot of ways, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to be. But um, yeah, that comes from Mister Miracle's book. Like a lot of just like modern new gods stuff came from Mister Miracle's book, and part of it was displaying how healthy of a relationship that he and, and Big Bard have because they both come from like. A traumatic childhood on Apocalypse. Uh, yeah, well, you don't just come off of Apocalypse <laughs> with without any baggage. Right. Like, that place is hell. Like, there is... Like, literal hell. Like, they're gifted the mirror of truth by, like, Darkseid or something. Mm-hmm. And they're both looking at it, and they both see what they are on the inside, which is just, like, tortured, maimed, like, Deadpool corpses. Yeah. And they're looking at each other in the mirror, and they still, like, embrace each other. And it's, like, just, like, a really meaningful book. Like, yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, I can't say enough good things about Mr. Miracle. Um, he's a cool dude. Yeah. You know who else is a cool dude? Deadpool. <laughs> We're getting to some of the weird ones. Yeah. Dead- now he's married to death or whatever. Nah. Oh. Another woman. He fucks death. Anyways. Fucks death. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool, he's not married anymore. Yeah. But he used to be married to Shikla. Shikla? Queen of the underworld. Mistress oh. of monsters. Oh. Yeah, there's a weird stint where he was married to, like, this underworld queen who had control of monsters. Okay. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out. <laughs> but I think it was a similar thing to, like, you know, the Lady Death kind of relationship. Right. Um, super weird and, like, just... I mean, we we did, a, we did a Deadpool book where he's got a daughter and it's kind of, like, it's treated more seriously. Yeah. So, it's funny because they did, were doing that story at the same time they were doing funny stories about him being married to, like, the Mistress of Hell. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that, that sounds about right for Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's part of the course. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Uh, you know, um, speaking of paranormal, I want to mention this one just as a shout out to our friend David. Uh, Doctor Strange has been married for a little while. I mean, not anymore, but he's been married. Oh, yeah. This woman named Clea. Clea. This purple suited, white haired woman. Uh, she's really cool. I don't think, she, okay, I think she's the niece of, Dor- of uh, Dormammu. She is like a human from Dormammu's realm, and is, like, directly related to him. Okay. So, her love and marriage to Doctor Strange was, like, a forbidden love. Right. Um, and I like it a lot, and, like, I'm hoping Clea shows up in something Doctor Strange related, because she's another character, kind of like Big Barda or, um, or Mara, where it's, like, her relationship with Doctor Strange is so synonymous. Oh, she's cool again. Yeah, like, their relationship is so, like, like, that's his lowest lane. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that she's also a sorceress and is related to, like, his greatest villain is also just another cool thing. Yeah. She's kind of like his Talia in that way. Right. Um, so that's super cool. I hope if she does show up in the MCU, she's maybe just a big purple face, too. Like, just better than Cumberbatch falling in love with a big purple woman yeah, face. big purple face that's constantly exploding into new purple faces. <laughs> that's love. Yeah, that's, that's love. That's love right there. Uh, that's love. As we all know, love is love, which is why I also put uh, a same-sex marriage on this list. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a bit obscure. There's an X-Men character named Northstar. I know the name, actually. Yeah! I actually he's, know that name. He's a Canadian mutant who is part of Alpha Flight and the X-Men in some, in some uh, ways. Uh, he's close to Wolverine because of his nationality. Um, Northstar is like an angry Peter Pan. Oh, yeah! I know this guy! Yeah. His main power is just flight. That's cool. But he makes use of it. And again, I, I say angry Peter Pan because, like, he looks, he's got, like, elf ears, kind of. Like, yeah. He looks like an elfish kind of character. Yeah. But, like, he's pretty aggro. Like, he's got, like, a short temper, which is funny. Yeah. Um, especially because, you know, and again, this is 
me, a straight white man who reads comic books, saying this, but like a lot of gay characters in comic books, at least, don't they don't get to be aggro. They don't get to they're, be. They're written in a way. Uh, so, it's it's funny because like just just growing up where I did. Yeah. Uh, and everything. Um, it, it's just like a normal part of life seeing seeing uh, gay people or just different different sexualities going around right. uh, all the time. But like, yeah, in comics they're totally like they have to be feminine and they yeah. have to be cool headed mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. And I I think that's part of like. You don't want to disrespect, like you don't want to accidentally like portray this character in a right light, yeah, and everything. But like, dude, they're people. Like, yeah, that's like, like I've heard arguments that are like a, a black person is a villain in a movie or something, yeah. and people are like, oh, of course the black, the, but of course the one black guy movie is the villain. But at yeah. the same time, it's like, okay, but like, isn't it more inclusive to say? Hey, here's a villain. We'll cast anyone. Yeah, like this guy just so happens to be black. And, yeah, you know, he he played the part right. Yeah. Like, he played what we were looking for. Yeah. So. Like, is it more or less inclusive or offensive right. to be like, this character it's, can... It's a catch-22. Yeah. yeah. It's like... You're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Like. Yeah, just leave the gate open. Anyone can be anything. Yeah. Um, so North Star is... That's part of the reason why I like Bunker so much. Yeah. Like, the fr- like the first encounter I had with that guy was uh, the like one Teen Titans run that he's in. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, some guy calls him... Like, some guy straight up calls him a fag. Yeah. Um... And he makes a brick wall and slams that guy against the wall. Mm-hmm. And is like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. you can't just do that. Yeah. Which and it is takes, a... like, Raven and Damien to pull him off and be like, yeah. hey, dude, like... Something a real, yeah, like, like gay teenager yeah. with superpowers yeah. would probably Absolutely. do. Absolutely. Like, yeah. It was totally justified, yeah. too. Like, and it shows dimensions. It's like, yeah, no, he's... Like, not every gay character or person is, like, complete. It, like, exactly. they have work to do on themselves. Exactly. Like, it, Just like any people. regular person. Yeah, they're yeah. people. Exactly. It's, it would be the same if someone was like, they hey, get mad. hey, Beast Boy, okay. you're green and that scares me. Yeah. What'd you say? Yeah, what? Like, that's a weird thing to point fuck out. Fuck you, I have Martian DNA. Like, <laughs> I have Martian DNA. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm red. Isn't that weird? Really? Beast Boy's red sometimes? In, in the New 52, he was red because Animal Man's whole thing is being connected to the red, which is the bloodstream between all animals. And then they were like, no one's reading Animal Man. He's green! He's green again! Ha <laughs> But yeah, no, like, that's... Like, just, just write him as people. Yeah. Happen to be gay. Don't make <laughs> yeah. it, don't make it their, their personality. Right. That's basically what it is. So Northstar, uh... I actually read about this one because I, I, I didn't know... He looks cool. Yeah, he's a cool-looking character. Um, Northstar's love interest is this <laughs> man named Kyle. Um, and Kyle had been part of, like, his stories for a while. He was, like, a friend to Northstar's sister. Mm-hmm. Um... And they were just kind of a gay couple that existed. When they get married, you know who officiates the marriage? Hmm. Nightcrawler. That's cool. Because, of course, Nightcrawler is super religious. Yeah. He is, like, you know, officiated. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you term that. Yeah, yeah. ordained. Thank you. Um, and it's a big deal, not just because, hey, religious Nightcrawler or whatever, yeah. but because, like, Nor- Nightcrawler and Northstar are, like, friends, you yeah. know? Um, so it's super big, and I remember it specifically because of, like, one image of the marriage. And it's, like, it's just really nice. Um, it's also just like, again, seeing Nightcrawler, this demon boy, mm-hmm. officiate a marriage is just really sweet. Yep. Um, and currently, I think we talked about this before, currently the X-Men have like a sex island thing going on. Yeah. They have their own nation. Yeah. You know, they're kind of doing their own thing With over here. Fucking 
Professor X bubblehead. Aha! Uh-huh. Doing stuff. I can walk now. That's the weird thing. Yeah. No, that's not the weird thing. The weird thing is on your head. Yeah, the weird thing is that you have a sex cult on this <laughs> island. Trying Everyone to who dies wins. comes back. Yeah. What the? Fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing over what are you there, man? Um, what, what are you doing? <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, he's uh, human. He's not a mutant. Okay. But he gets to live on the island. Right. So. Again, Wait, so, why does he get to live on the island? Because he's married to Northstar, who's a mutant. Okay. Yeah. No, there's like a whole section. So there's like a friends and family section? Yeah. Of the island that yeah. They like, They're like, okay, if we have is, to have yeah, humans. This is, this is... This is where you go. Yeah, this is where you go. And, and then you're sitting there like, here. are you guys segregating me? Yeah. <laughs> this isn't okay. Yeah, that's weird. That hasn't blown up yet, but I'm sure... There's like a million X-Men books right now, so I'm sure somewhere, yeah. someone is going to be like, hey, hey so... Yeah, I wanted to bring my mom, because she's kind of ill... She's human. Can you guys, like, not treat her like shit? Right. <laughs> yeah, but, like, she's not a mutant like us. You guys are kind of going back into morals. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, let's I see. I think the X-Men were about diversity. Here's a marriage no one talks about. Yeah. Martian Manhunter. Right. Yeah, he, he, he had, had a, wife. a wife. He had a wife. He had, he had a family. He had a and family. They burned. Yeah. And, of course, again. That's why he doesn't like fire. I'm not... I haven't read every issue of Martian Manhunter because yeah. I don't think anyone has. But... I know they've told stories about his wife before, just like right. in like, like fortunately they never did a thing. Maybe for Blackest Night they did this, but they never did a thing where it's like I'm back and I'm evil. <laughs> yeah, he's just consistently been like a lawful neutral character that's just kind of hanging out. Sure, yeah. Like <laughs> he's always just like, "What's up?" Oh, I meant the wife coming back and oh, being like, yeah, "I'm a that, villain now. Yeah. What's up?" That's good. Yeah, um, and that's like her name is okay. It's here. This is how I spell it. I think it's pronounced Mariah. Miria? Miria. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, sure. Sure. Fucking Martians. Um, so, and again, it's like, I, I included that one because, like, I like Martian Manhunter, and also the fact that he had a family is, like, important. People forget that Martian Manhunter is, like, the elder statesman of the Justice League. He's, he's older than the others. Right. And what's funny is the only other relationship that comes to mind with for Martian Manhunter is, in the Justice League cartoon... John disappears for a little while. Like, he just... He's done with the Justice League for a while. He's gonna go into retirement. He's somewhere on Earth. He can disguise himself as a human so he can be anywhere. During the finale, when, like, all the Justice League members are needed for this big event, for this big alien invasion, we we go over to, like, the Great Wall of China, mm-hmm. and there's, like, an elderly Latino couple just on the wall taking photos of tourists. And they, like, the guy sees that there's trouble, and the, the old Latino man turns into Martian Manhunter. And he's like... I'll be back. And she's like, okay. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in the meantime, John started a new life, and, like, he dated someone, like, I guess age-appropriate? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, Martians age differently, obviously, but still, he he could have been anyone, and he decided to just be kind of, like, a human version of himself. All right. Yeah. That's cool. All right, good for you. That's, that's he's, he's so cool. He's so cool, dude. He's just there. It's fucking All the great. time. Like... Respect to you if he's your favorite. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, nobody talks about Martian no Manhunter. Talks about he's a cool guy. Yeah, like, I feel like people talk about Hawkman more just because of how ridiculous well, he is. Well, because he's a meme. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, but he, Martian... that's like a courted neutral territory. Like, you, don't, you don't fuck with Manhunter. Yeah. Like, he's a cool guy. Yeah, John is always there. Yeah. He's, like, dependable. He's, yeah. Like, of the Justice League, he's, like, you can, like, depend on him to stick around yeah. and, like, be part of it. Yeah, exactly. He's always a good guy, and I like that. Yeah. And it might be just because he doesn't have anything better to do, but that's okay. Yeah, but that, that's fine. Like, yeah. he's he's cool. Like, it's also good to know that like if you're ever a part of the Justice League, 
if you're like new or something. Yeah. You, you got be, John. Like, yeah. Well, you could be out in the field and be like, oh, I don't know what to do in this situation. John, are you listening like yeah. telepathically? Yeah. He's like, like, hey, John, what's up? Yeah, you need my voice? Yeah, what's up? Like it's like John, like he's Red like a Tornado. Like, yeah, all of them are like because they're like mentor characters. In yeah, way. exactly. But they're like they're mentor characters. They they they're the they're the type of mentor character that I like a lot. Where it's they they are they're wizened beyond their years and everything, but they are completely out of their element wherever they are. Yeah, like and they're, they're not. He's not insistent. Yeah. He never shows up like, oh, I'll handle the situation. Yeah, you know? he's always like, do you need me? Right. If you don't, I'm just going to be over here. Like, right, he's like the chillest, most mature dude. Yeah. And that might be why he doesn't really succeed in solo runs, because like, he he excels as being a solo, like a, a, like a, a supporting character. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's, he's a lot like, and I, I apologize for saying this, but he's a lot like Black Widow. Like, yeah. Black Widow's fun when she has the mystery to her. Yes. And stuff, and she's she's in the background doing shit. Right. Uh, and stuff. She's the person that you look to and you go, hey, I need X, Y, and Z done. And she's like, right. on it. And then yeah. just, like, disappears, right? Yeah. It's and why then you get, like, a scene of her kicking ass somewhere else, and you're like, all right, cool, Black Widow's still here. She's got it. Yeah, she's yeah. got this. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah. Um, with Martian Manhunter too, I really like his relationship. It's not a marriage, but mm-hmm. hey, bro-ship. Uh, him and Superman are really good together. Yeah. There's, like, a story where it's Christmas. It's, yeah. This is the Justice League cartoon thing. Um, it's a Christmas story. Marshman, he doesn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, alien. He's an alien. Yeah. What is Christmas? What is Christ? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> what is religion? <laughs> what is religion? Um, Superman's like, you're coming with me for the holidays. Yeah. And, like, he stays with the Kent family. And it's, like, super sweet. Yeah. And Ma Kent makes him, like, a, a sweater. Yeah. And, and, like, he puts it on. It's a little too big because it's, like, Superman's yeah. uh, size. So Manhunter just shapeshifts so that it fits. He's like, I'll grow into it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a super great episode. He's just a cool guy. Yeah, like, when the holiday season comes up, we'll definitely do a thing on that episode. Because I love that Christmas special he, so much. He's just so, like... He, like I, I feel like, oh, it's a cinnamon bun. It's just, like, it's used so much. But he, like, he fits that so Yeah. Much. He's just a cinnamon bun. Yeah, he's, he can, he's just here. He can turn into demons as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. can also turn into crazy fire demons. Yeah, which but. is good to know. Yeah. Like, you want someone protected to be like, oh, no, I'll be scary if I have to. Exactly. I know what I am. Like, yeah, I, I, that, you know what, that's what it is. He knows what he is. He knows is what why, he is. Which is why he's so, like... He knows when he's useful. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And he knows when he's not. He's like, precious in that way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like anyone that knows the Martian Manhunter well enough yeah. is like cool with him. Yeah. He's incredibly self aware. Yeah. Is is his like that's his superpower. That's superpower. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's go back to Marvel for our final Marvelite. Okay. The biggest one. Who's the biggest one? The biggest one? Hulk. No. Galactus? Like like marketing wise, who's the uh, biggest one? Oh, uh, Tony. No, before him. Who's the biggest one? Captain America. No, the other guy. Uh, I, I don't know. Spider-Man. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop. So keep webbing around the house. God, he just keeps making a thwip noise. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter Parker. Get fucked, asshole. <laughs> so this is kind of weird how this starts. I want an old-timey Peter Parker now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's that Spider-Verse where he's old? <laughs> yeah. Or not, not when he's old, just like... A Spider-Man that is completely black and white and moves very, like, you, you've watched old old movies how it's, like, really jerky and weird yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like, he's he's shot in, like, that, like, 100 frames a second. Oh, my God. Like, you, they could do that in Spider-Verse, too, because the whole thing with that movie is, like, everyone's animation style is different. They could totally yeah. do that. Yeah, and, like, he always says, like, I'll take care of these ruffians! Like... <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like this guy's fucking weird. He's like Peter's kind of a square. <laughs> He's kind of a square. <laughs> like you see him from another room, like ha ha ha. Oh, I love that. Uh, so Peter, okay, so this is weird, right? Yeah. It's like we talked about this a little bit when we did like the Clone Saga. Okay. Ugh, 
Um, uh, for a while, Stan Lee was like, I'm not writing comic books, but I'll write little funny pages for the newspapers. I'll write in the funny papers. And he would write these little, like, four-panel things of, like, Spider-Man and Mary Jane. And, yep. Like, in those panels, they're, like, a married couple. And Stan goes to the Marvel office and, listen, I've been writing these stories about Peter and MJ being married. People, yeah. people respond to them really well. So, uh, Spider-Man writers, make them married. Yeah, make them married. And they're all like, but we already hate MJ. They're like, I don't fucking care. I, I make this shit. I'm Stanley. All right, bye. This shit. Have a good day. Have a good day. Fuck you. Have a good day. And he walks out. Have you have you seen his little rant on swearing? <laughs> I think so. Oh my god, I love it. It's it's so funny. It's like, here. it's like he describes like the meaning of fuck. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's like it's the most versatile word in the world. <laughs> And then, like, right at the end, he's like, you're not even fucking listening. Fuck you. <laughs> and he just, like, gets up and walks out. Right, and I'm right. like, oh, Stan. Oh, Stan, you old man. Yeah. I miss you. <laughs> so, so they had to marry Peter and MJ because Stan told them to do it. Yeah. And I remember reading about this. Uh, I think they got married in, like, 89. 80, yep. 86 to 89, somewhere around there. Did they get married and, like, immediately get divorced or whatever? No. So, or they killed her. So they, they, killed her they, they built up the marriage so much. In comic book, like advertisements you'd see Spider-Man and MJ and there's like a big heart around them yeah. and she's in a wedding dress like they're building up to it and when they they like in real life officiated their marriage at a baseball game I don't know the details at a baseball game Stanley officiated a fictional wedding between a dude in a Spider-Man costume and a redhead in a white dress <laughs> they're like for the halftime show the marriage of Spider-Man <laughs> can you can imagine you're just there with your dad who likes baseball right. and you're like whatever I have a hot dog yeah like, is this Spider-Man yeah what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> what the shooting confetti yeah. at fucking and then, it's, and then it's over and everyone moves on and like you're a kid and you're like okay are we not talking about yeah, but, well, that just happened because you're a kid you're, Spider-Man was here yeah he's supposed to be in New York we live yeah. in Detroit like, yeah I'm fucking this is Ohio like, what's <laughs> happening yeah what are we doing out here? Is Santa Claus real? Is Santa Claus real? What is Christ? Um, what is Christ? Manhunter sitting, sitting <laughs> behind Man him. Hunter contemplating just, what is Christ? Yeah, the kid's like, oh, my Spider-Man got married. Martin is behind him like, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Spider-Man got married. <laughs> it's weird, right? Uh, uh, Man, he's fucking, he's still green. He's just <laughs> green and has a cape and he's just like, and that kid, I'm DC's vision. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, the kid was so weirded out that uh, he died. He <laughs> <laughs> he became that's weird Spider-Man yeah that's weird that's weird what are you doing <laughs> never let it go yeah he never let it go the true origins of the pointing tr- Spider-Man <laughs> he witnessed a real life marriage and it just Jeez. never never escaped him <laughs> so they get married and like Peter's almost late for his wedding oh no um, but he does it and they get married mm-hmm. and yeah it's like you said the, the editors were like but we want to tell stories about Spider-Man fucking people yeah you can't Why do cool? that and so they did everything in their power to make MJ unlikable, and the fans were still just like, no, we like this. Yeah, this it's, is nice. Again, we talk about it more in the Clone Saga, but it's super weird how the editors were like, but we don't want to write stories about how he's married. And everyone is like, yeah, but we like the stories where he's married. Yeah. And like, yeah, well, but I it's think, not about you. cool because he's like, like... He's us. Too, yeah, he's us. Like, but like too often, like, superheroes are time-locked. Mm. Right? Like, Batman is always like... like a 42-year-old dude. 
Like, always. Always. Right? <laughs> uh, like, Superman is always, like, mid-40s. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're always, like, aged. Yeah, only right? a few characters you see them age. Exactly. And, like, Peter's cool because, like, you see him you see him start off as a shitty teenager, and then, like, he, he literally grows up. Like, yeah. you get to watch him grow up, and that's fun. Yeah. It's great to, to grow with your character and see, like, yeah, he used to be a shithead that would fly <laughs> around and just talk shit all day. But like now he's got a family. He's yeah, got shit to do. All right? Like he's like he works for a nice lab. Like he's he's he did it. Yeah, he he's did coming it. up. Like, he's yeah. doing it. Yeah, he's like, like living. Yeah. yeah, he's he's living his life. Spider Man like, okay. and living it. Yeah. yeah, and then like like move on to Miles. All right, like we're gonna yeah. watch Miles grow up eventually. Like, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, then we're gonna have somebody after him. Right. Right. Yeah. But like, so yeah, they were like. Okay, but we don't want to tell stories about MJ. So, the, so they're like uh, clone. Uh, Spider Man loses his powers. Um, a lot of people don't like the clone. Uh, clone dies. Spider Man's back. Uh, he's still with MJ. We gotta fix that. Uh, and like, they again would just spend years trying to undo it and then redo it. Like, so, uh, what was uh, one more day? Yeah. Is a story in the two thousands, like early two thousands, and it, it stinks because by that point, it's like you said. We get to see Spider-Man grow up from a shitty teenager mm-hmm. to he's married. He, he, his wife, and his aunt all live in Avengers Tower. He's next door to Captain America. He made it. Mm-hmm. He's he, best he's friends. Yeah. yeah, he's best friends with Iron Man. He's saving the world. Like He's there. He got yeah. to the highest level that he could at that point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think, I, I've read this book called Spider-Man Life Story. It's amazing. I, I want to cover it at some point. But it's about like what if Peter lived a full, a full life. Yeah. And I like to think that if Peter got to keep living... He would kind of be like a combination of like Cap and Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Because Peter is an intelligent yeah, he's character. Fu- he's a fucking genius. He's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And if he got to grow up more, you know, he'd probably take the role of like a super scientist, someone yeah. like Tony or, or like Reed. Right. Um. So he gets all this, and then in the mid two thousands, the editors are like, "Hey, uh, Jake uh, Straczynski, who was the writer at the time, we know you've done a lot of work making the relationship between Peter and Mary special. We want you." to undo the marriage. And he's like, like, a divorce? And they're like, no, no, no. Divorce would make him even older. So, we want you to make it so that the marriage just didn't exist anymore. So, to summarize very quickly, One More Day was a story mm-hmm. where Aunt May almost dies. Okay. And, she's, and she's gonna die, and no one can save her. He even goes to Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom's like, sorry, dude, fuck. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, get out of my like, country. I don't know what to tell you. There's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor yeah. Doom, I need your help. <laughs> Same way you came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He goes he goes to Doctor Strange and he's like, yeah, no. No magic in the world can save her, dude. You gotta let her go. And everyone tells him, you gotta let her go. But Peter is so racked with guilt that he goes to Mephisto. And Mephisto is like, <laughs> it all, all comes right, back all to right, me. Right. <laughs> see you in WandaVision. Not yeah, see you in WandaVision and a little bit in Loki. <laughs> so he goes to Mephisto and Mephisto's like, yeah, sure, I'll save your aunt. Just uh, give, give me, me your, a soul. Just give me your marriage. What? Yeah. Yeah, I want to fuck Mary Jane. Uh, <laughs> Mephisto's like, your love is pure love, and I can sense that. And if I take that away from you, even if you don't remember you were married, inside you'll suffer forever. And Peter's like, shit, you really are the devil. <laughs> like, I mean, not, but yeah. Fans get pissed off and you're like, he's the devil. So, yeah, he's just like, horns, fight, buddy. Like, dude, I'm taking yeah. away your eternal happiness. Yeah, what, what, what do you want? Yeah, like, making deals. Yeah. Making deals. Wheeling and dealing down here. Yeah, just like business suit Mephisto, played by Dennis Leary or something. Like, <laughs> or uh, Willem Dafoe, he'd be yeah. a good one. Um, so, 
Mephisto's like, give me marriage. <laughs> so Peter and MJ talk it over. And you yeah. Fucking Tom Nook? Like, <laughs> give me <laughs> Give me marriage. Give me marriage. So they talk it over. <laughs> and the oh, it's so dumb. Because Straczynski is like, okay, if we undo the marriage, then like all these points in time would change. And he made a full graph. And the Marvel editors, in their eternal wisdom, were like, no, put that away. Don't show anyone that. No, we'll we'll use this as an opportunity to undo things, but you can't give people a specific chart that says what's undone. Like, if we leave it vague, we can do anything going forward. And he's like, right. but isn't that unfair? And they're like, yeah. Whatever. So? Yeah. so? Your point? <laughs> Listen, he's gonna fuck Black Cat. So? You fucked the thief. And it's like, don't you guys have, like, what-if stories for shit like this? Yeah. It's not enough. Yeah, no, we want this one to be king. Don't you have Ultimate Comics, where he's, like, a teenager again, it's a new universe, it's a whole new thing? Yeah, but... That's, Shut up. That's not the one I grew up with. Yeah. It all comes down to that. It's all what I grew up with. So, marriage is undone. And they, they did a lot of other retconning to be like, no, Peter didn't do that, but it still happened. Like, it's... And, like, they used it to, like, bring back dead characters, and Peter had organic webbing prior to that story, so they used it to get rid of the organic... It's like, they... they undid things to a point where it's like, I don't know how this would affect that. Like, mm-hmm. what about the marriage being undone makes it so his webbing isn't organic anymore? Right. It's not like you're going to go into that because you're lazy. So, the marriage is undone. For a while, it, it like, one more day was like this stain on the Spider-Man. Like, you want to talk about stains on the shirt? Clone Saga, one more day. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, it really came down, and like, Dan Slott played with that a lot, and like, Superior Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. Currently, Spider-Man and MJ are back together. Not married, but they're back together. And they've done alternate world stories where they're married and they have kids. So, it's, we're coming back around to, like how I said earlier, that's not the one I grew up with. We're getting to the point where people who grew up with a married Spider-Man are writing comics. Good. So, the roles have reversed. And people are like, no, I am used to Peter and MJ. And I'm, yeah. I'm making it happen again. So, again, it's a love story that works out, in a way. You know? It's... It just feels so natural, yeah, like, to happen. Yeah, and it's it's funny because Spider-Man's had so many love interests, but like MJ's kind of the one. Yeah, the constant. Is, yeah, is always her. Yeah, which mm. is yeah. I don't know. Speaking of constants, our last one. Constantine. The big one, the big DC one. Yeah. Who is it? Superman. It's Superman. Superman. It's not a bird. It's not and a plane. It's Lois Lane. No! And, uh, no, yeah, close enough. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, you thought I was zigging. I was yeah, zag. Yeah, uh, okay. So, <laughs> oh, here it comes. Um, so, yeah, again, another relationship where it's like, yeah, Superman and Lois. Like, always. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Forever and always. That's, that's the point. Like, wait, 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 I have a close friend that uh, only collects the Lois Lane comics. That's awesome. Yeah, like, that's, that's like, well, not, not only collects, though. She, she has a fucking wild collection of stuff. But, like, that's like that's like her run. Yeah. That she that she hunts down. That's super cool. It's just the lowest lane stuff. Yeah, it's weird too because like you know, it was the '40s and '50s, so comics were a little different. But it's like the idea that Superman had a comic, his best friend Jimmy uh, Olsen had a right. comic, and his his best gal Lois Lane had a comic. Like it's yep. fun. Um, so like yeah, they're they're a relationship that's always kind of been around. Uh, they had an official marriage in the '90s. Okay. Um, that was a point where he had a mullet, so it's, you know, it's not all good. It's not all perfect. Um, like I tell you, man, one bad thing happens at every wedding. Right? <laughs> and it's funny because they really, like, stretch that out in a way and, like, detail it. Like, there's a whole issue about 
the two of them leaving their own apartments and getting an apartment together. And, like, the Kents, like, help move stuff with them. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole wedding process, Lois's dad, Sam Lane, who's basically General Ross, yep. is like, oh, I don't like it, I don't like it. This Kent guy's a pencil pusher. And I don't know that he's Superman, but I also hate Superman, so it kind of relates back to that. Um, <laughs> Get me pictures of Superman. Get me pictures of Superman. Um, so that's kind of fun. And, again, it's just, they've, they've always kind of been like that. And, like, you know, Lois had to kind of endure Superman dying in the 90s. Right. And there's a really good story that's called, uh, oh God, it's like, because it was part of Dark Knight's Metal. I think it's called, like, Darkest Nights or something. Yeah. But it's an alternate version of The Death of Superman, where it's from Lois's perspective, and, like, it's great, because it's, it's totally written from the perspective of someone who read The Death of Superman, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, how come Batman wasn't there when he died? Like, shit like that. Right. So, the idea is that Lois Lane, you know, watches Superman die, get beaten to death by Doomsday. Um, and then, you know, all the Justice League members show up after, and they show up for the funeral, and they do, like, press conferences, and Lois is watching, and she's, like, like, she's watching from, like, the stands. She doesn't get to be near Superman's body when they bury it. Right. But, like, Green Arrow, who was not there at all, gets to stand there and pose with all the other action figures, and Lois is, like, pissed, Mm -hmm. and it gets to a point where she goes to, like, the Fortress of Solitude, and stuff happens, I won't get into it. She becomes the Eradicator. She becomes no, Superwoman. No shit. And she goes on a vengeful path. And she kills Lex Luthor. Batman tries to stop her. And Lois is like, you know, all things considered, my husband loved you, Batman. Snap it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, like, shit like that. And then you're reading like, oh my god, there's Holy so much shit, emotional yeah. weight to it. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, nowadays, Superman and Lois have their son, John, who was 11 and is now 21, mm-hmm. don't ask. Um, Bendis. Um, so... Bendis. Bendis. Uh, so they have their kid, and, and John is kind of taken over as the new Superman. So, like, again, theirs is a marriage... Because only for a short time was the marriage undone. In New 52, they undid the marriage. So that way, Superman could bone Wonder Woman. And it's so funny, because they had their own book called Superman Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. It was about them being a couple, and... and like, I feel like that's a lazy idea. But... Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Um, I don't mind the idea, like, in Kingdom Come, it's after Lois dies, and he finds love with Diana. That's different. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in DC Rebirth, they eventually make it so all of the New 52 memories and all the post-New 52 memories of Superman, they all count. It all matters. It's all the same fucking thing. The only thing that doesn't matter, and doesn't count anymore, it wasn't part of the history, is when he was dating Wonder Woman. Because that gets in the way of him always being married to Lois. Right. Which is like... How weird... Only in comic books you get this specific and weird about something. Right. Like, such a... My, like, detail, like... Okay, everything still happens... Except for this one part. Except for this one part. Like, all the 80 years... Except for this one part. <laughs> so that's funny. Um, and, you know, it, it's... It's so iconic that they have a show. Do they? Superman and Lois. That's cool. Yeah, it's on the... I don't think it's... I don't think it's on the CW, but it's like a short run. It's like a five-episode series. That's cool. But they're doing another, like, five-episode season two. But, like... That's just how synonymous it is. Like, I, I, I think about it now because, you know, I, I drive for work and stuff, but there's so many songs about Superman, mm-hmm. and they don't, always, they don't say Lois' name. They, they reference having, like, a, a woman there to save. Yeah. And that kind of just comes with the Superman, like, bag. Yeah. Like, even if, no one, even if you're like, I don't know who the fuck Parasite is. I don't know who the hell Metallo is. What, what even is that? You're just saying made right. of words. Like, 
you identify Superman outside of the fact that he's a comic book character. Yep. And Lois Lane comes with that, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that's 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 part of the persona. Like, if you are the Superman, you're you're there. You're able to do everything. Like, that's mm. that's what he does. Like, yeah. He's 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 dad. He's husband. He's fucking. He is the Superman. Like. Superman. <laughs> well, I don't know, Seth. You know, sometimes you can't do this all on your own. Sometimes you know, you're no Superman. That's the that's the Scrubs theme. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this with the with the scrubs theme. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. Right. Halfway because of the joke, but halfway I guess to honor the guy from Scrubs who passed away. What? The main guy from Scrubs passed away. Zach Braff died. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Well, well, Seth has this uh, this 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 spiral of uh, shock. I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, let us know what your favorite comic book marriage is on Facebook. It's the best way to reach me. And, uh, Seth, thanks for being part of this, man. Yeah, dude. Super happy that you, uh, came up with this idea. Really happy we had the, you know, this long conversation about comic book marriages. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed, I really enjoyed having Seth back on. Yeah. Um, look forward to more things. I'm doing Black Widow reviews, Loki reviews, all that stuff. And, uh, I'll catch you guys next time I catch ya. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Peace. Update, Zach Braff is not dead. Uh, I was wrong. Clearly an actor that looks like him had passed away, and I, I was just misled. Um, the actor we were talking about is Sam Lloyd, the guy who plays the uh, the, the lawyer. That's what he was uh, for them. The one that's always like, I don't know what's going on. Like, <laughs> so, so, uh, Zach, Still unfortunate. Still oh. unfortunate. Zach Braff, uh, don't come after me. Okay, bye. <laughs>